0: Hi
1: guys, this is Tiki
0: and Walter.
1: And we're here, True Ghost Stories from Real People. Today, our segment is about our Ouija board experiences. And so I'll go first with my story. And before I start this story, I want to tell you a little about a little bit about why I'm telling this story. Um, if anybody knows about real ghost stories online with Tony and Jenny Brewski. You can call in and leave them messages of your story and they'll, you know, discuss your story or whatever. But after I told this story on their show, it felt like to me that Jenny Bruski was trying to debunk my story, making it seem like it was something that it wasn't. But after I tell you this story, I want you guys to, like, leave a comment, um... Or a message telling me if you think what Jenny Bruski was saying was accurate. I I didn't think so. I felt like she was trying to debunk me. But (laughs) anyway, I was about 24 years old. And I used to work at this place called Chi-Chi's. And in that same parking lot, it was a Toys R Us. So after work one day, I decided to go into Toys R Us and buy a board game. So as I was walking down the aisle where the board games was, I saw some Ouija boards so I'm thinking okay we always talked about you know trying out the Ouija board and to make contact with my father or whatever but this particular day I was really into it so I just said okay let me just get it while I'm here so I bought the Ouija board and the strange occurrences that happened after the fact just I should have known something was wrong or something was up with the Ouija board, mm-hmm. but I didn't really pay no attention because, you know, it was just something that I just looked, thought it was probably just a coincidence. But now that I look back on it, it's just like, wow, that should have let me know something there. Right. But anyway, as I was saying, I um, was coming. Now, once I bought the Ouija board, I got on the bus to come back home. So I get to the bus stop where I'm about to get off and I get off the bus and the store where I'm getting really cash my check is like a good five, 10 minute walk from the bus stop. So I proceed to walk to the store. I get to the store, mind you. And now I'm looking for my check and there's no check. And I just remember getting off the bus and I, I, I had felt my check. It was in my pocket. So it was, it's no way that my check shouldn't have been in my pocket. So when I get there, it's not there. So now I'm frantic. I'm paranoid. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I just lost my whole check. So I start to retrace my steps to walk all the way back to where the bus stop was. As I get all the way back to where um, the bus stop is, my check is actually in the KFC parking lot, in the Kentucky Fried Chicken parking lot. And so I'm thinking, wow, thank God nobody picked up my check. And I picked it up and I proceeded to walk back down to the store. I get back down to the store and now I don't have my ID. So now I'm bugging. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I walk back up halfway. I I look down and I see my ID in like the gutter in the mud, Mm -hmm. muddy water. So I'm just like, what? So I just pick up my ID, go back down to the store. I cash my check. Boom. So, as I'm proceeding to walk home, I get home, and right away, I think we all start (coughs) playing it. But, like, mind you, it's, like, my kids, my sister, and my little brother, and my little sisters. And so, it's a lot of noise, a lot of laughter, a lot of games. So, when we really wasn't taking it serious, as we should have been doing it, we were doing too much laughing and joking. So... We chopped it up as the Ouija board not working. So um, after that, we didn't want to keep the Ouija board in the house. I don't even know why. It just was a feeling like I don't feel safe with the Ouija board in the house. Like I didn't. I just. It was just a feeling like the Ouija board shouldn't be in the house. If we're not going to play it and it's not working, I don't think we should just have it here. So I came to the, the, the decision to just go ahead and throw it away. So. I didn't want to put it in our trash can, so I put it in the neighbor's trash can across the, across the grass from us. So, we chopped it up because once the 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 uh, trash truck, the trash man came, they picked it up, and that was that. So, about two weeks after that, I was picking up my check again from my job, and I just you know decided, just happened to go in. Toys R Us, just to the browse around and see if I wanted to get something else or whatever. So, I go down the aisle once again where the board games, and something caught my attention, because I just looked at the Ouija boards, and this one Ouija board was just sitting there on the shelf un, like, opened already. Now, mind you, when board games, anybody know, when, when you get them, it comes with the plastic wrap on it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking at this Ouija board like, who in the world would put just a box back on the on the shelf so as I take the box off the shelf I'm realizing it don't have no plastic wrap on it so I just I just opened it and lo and behold it was the same Ouija board that I, we were just playing with two weeks earlier and I know this because when we bought the Ouija board home you have to set it up so with the planchet, it has like these green stickers that you have to put under it to make it slide on the board and I remember writing my initials, TW, on the planchet. So when I opened up the box in the store two weeks later, I looked on the planchet, and there's the three stickers that I put on there and my initials. So I'm really freaked out. I'm like, just I just put it back in the box, put the top back on, and put it back on the shelf. So I, I went home, and I told my sister and my brother what happened. And they didn't believe me. I said, okay, the next time... I go to cash my check the next two weeks. I want you to come with me and hopefully it'll still be there. So you'll, I'll show it to you. So my brother was like, okay, whatever. Not really paying it no attention. Just like, all right, sure. So we get back to the store the next two weeks. Now, my, this is two, four, six six weeks, like a whole month then pass from the original time that we played that Ouija board because I get, I had got paid every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, we went there, me and my brother, and we went down the aisle, and I, 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 there, lo and behold, was the same box, the same Ouija board. I pulled it off the shelf. I opened it up, and I showed him my initials, and he's seen the writing, and he's seen the, the the stickers, and he just took the box, threw it on the floor, and was like, we got to get out of here. Let's get out of here. Like, we should have never been, you should have never brought it to the house, should have never did this. Like, this is crazy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing no more. It's, that's the devil. I'm getting out of here. So we left, and and we never went back. Well, we went back to the Toys R Us, but we never messed with the Ouija board again. I didn't even go down the aisle to even see if the Ouija board was ever there, and that was just the craziest thing. So when I told this story on uh, True Real. Real Ghost Stories online, like I said with Tony and Jenny Bruski, Jenny wanted to say that was it any way that. Somebody found the Ouija board and returned it back to the store. Now I'm from Delaware, and if anybody's listening from Delaware, they know that Newark and Wilmington is not a hop, skip, and a jump. So, what are the odds of somebody finding that Ouija board in the trash, mind you? Because I put it in the trash that night. So that morning, the the dumpster, well, the the trash truck came and picked up their trash. So anybody knows that when you, when your trash is getting picked up from the trash truck, it's taking it to the dumpster. So I want to know how in the world would, from that trash, from that trash can to the dumpster, back to Newark, back in the Toys R Us, back on the same shelf. How, how, what are the odds of that? I, really?
0: And even if they, by some chairs, they find a way to get back to that Toys R Us, the people at Toys R Us are not taking that back with the plaque. They're not putting it back on and the And see, shelf. that's
1: the same thing that Tony Bruschi has said, because he turned around and was like, no, because what, why would they put it back on the shelf not open? Basically, they're going to have to rewrap it and mm-hmm. put it back up there. Why would they just put it up there? Like They weren't
0: going to take it back anyway. Your initials was on it. Yes. The, the stickers on the bottom. You had ruined it.
1: Yes, and, and so what was the, like, that, that didn't even sound right. I don't like when I'm telling a story of something that happened to me and people want to try to, like, pick down your story and debunk it. I don't like that because I, I know what I saw, I know what happened, and it's no way in hell that that same Ouija board was going to end up 15 miles, like, from, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, from where? 20,
0: 30 miles.
1: To, yes, because it's not a hop, skip, and a jump from Wilmington to Newark. And I just, it didn't even sound right to me. So if it's anybody out there, leave your message or comments. Let me know what you think about that. And we're going to go ahead. Next to Walter.
0: <clears throat> so my story, well, takes place. And my mother was still, once again, involved in this story as well. But this this happened to me, my mom, and my my other sister, who I, we frequently talk about, but you guys have yet to meet. Her name is Talia. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened to three of us, and we this the Ouija board that we had wasn't a um you know it wasn't a nice one that you you buy from the Toys R Us like you get from the store or like even one that people you know some people get theirs off the internet and it it's the really old nice like antique ones. Uh-huh. This one was made with paper. Straight homemade. Straight from... um, It was made with notebook paper and a shot glass.
1: And a candle.
0: And we had one rinky-dink candle that I (laughs) believe was an aromatherapy candle. So it was ghetto all all the way around.
1: Tiny aroma. Yeah.
0: It was a tiny aromatherapy candle. And
1: And a little shot glass. And a little (laughs) shot
0: glass. So this whole entire setup was really like ghetto. Yeah, it was. Um... We, 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 you know, we did the A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We took uh, this hold thing.
1: up to stop you right there. Was that did that happen before the shadow man experience that I had or after it? It
0: happened before.
1: Oh, okay. I was thinking, well, maybe that's why because we were playing with that Ouija board in my room. Go ahead.
0: So, this, so we, 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 we took a whole like, I mean, this had to take like 40, 50 minutes, close to maybe an hour and a half
1: with cutting up the with us
0: writing out the letters one by one
1: one by
0: one and then the goodbyes the goodbye the one two three all the way to twelve the cutting out the paper all of this took maybe a good hour and a half to complete so we we get everything cut out and we proceed to set everything up we you know we set the abc's the alphabet up and we do it in a uh in like a rainbow formation
1: yeah, that's all right. And it.
0: then the 1 to the the 1 through 12 went under that in a straight line. And then the yes and no went under that on the sides a little bit. And then uh, beneath that was goodbye. So it was really a nice board set up but with with notebook paper, with lined notebook paper and it went across and it was on the floor. So the three of us get down on the floor. I believe you were laying down on the floor. I I was sitting up until it was hunched over, linked over. Mhm. And we put the shot glass on the floor, we light the candle and turn off the lights. So we proceed to ask questions. Is there anybody here that would like to communicate with us? That was the you know roundabout question that we always ask every time we play a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. That's our first opening question. Is there anyone here who would like no. No. to there any No we pray first here? we pray first, and then we get to the Are there any spirits here that would like to communicate? Mm-hmm. And we did this maybe four or five times, nothing happens. So about maybe, but we didn't give up. That was the thing. We 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 were determined
1: to Ready get the, the Ouija
0: board to work. <laughs> right. So we go on and on and on and on and on for about 10, 10, 15 minutes. Nothing's happening. About that, about round the twenty the twenty minute mark. We're all with our finger on the shot glass, and we ask, "Are there any spirits here that would like to communicate?" I don't know, you know. All I know is that the shot glass started to slide across the floor. Now immediately we, we started to <laughs> we started to get you know how people you know how you get when you don't want to admit that
1: to scared. yourself
0: that it, that is that the Ouija board is working. So we so like you, you immediately moved it, start accusing it, the, pe- the people it, that are in the pot it. with you. <laughs> yeah, so we, we we go around the riverbed where to each person I say my mom's moving it. My mom says my sister's moving it. My sister says I'm moving it. <laughs> so we just go back and forth. No, 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 you're moving it. So one by one, we each take our hand off the shot glass
1: and the shot glass and the shot
0: glass continue to move. Yes, it continued to slowly slide across the floor. Now, like always, like with our uh, like with our our Halloween shadow story, my mom is the one to check it out. She reaches her hand forward and disrupts all the papers, knocking them, sending them askew, just knocking them through the air.
1: Yeah, because I said that was and, enough. And saying
0: goodbye, 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 goodbye. I've had enough, I've had enough. And I'm like, he did, they didn't even answer, ask, answer the question. How are you had enough? So That was all I needed to see. She was done, and she didn't want to play anymore, which meant we couldn't play anymore. <laughs> so I turned, my sister turns the light back on. We scoop up, she scoops up all the paper and proceeds to clean up the Ouija board. And we go, the three of us, I think it was me who the first tried to blow out the candle. I blew out I blew the candle and the candle refused to go out. Mm. And I mean this is a tiny little candle. Yes. And i we're blowing the three of us now because they're seeing it, I'm struggling. So it's the three of us and we are huffing and puffing <laughs> on this candle, and this candle is refusing, refusing to go, to go out. out. Like to the point that I blew it, we blowing and blowing so hard that it seemed like the candle caught an attitude because the fire actually grew. Yes, it was like... Sh- it, it actually went up and started to burn the side of the can, the glass that it was in to the point that I guess the fire was that hot and it burnt it. And you know, you can hold candles like that and that glass is supposed to be hot enough that it the doesn't do anything. The glass will never
1: turn black.
0: But this glass turned
1: black and it broke. Mm-hmm. And now, when it broke... How in the world does a candle break okay. when that's what it's made to do? Mm-hmm.
0: When the glass broke, I ended up cutting my hand on that glass. I cannot tell you guys how, ins- how fearful.
1: I was instantly feared because I'm thinking, oh, my God, that that's blood. That was blood, a
0: blood ritual. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh. We the,
1: just really. We and have, I swear after that, things was acting up because that's when you would go downstairs and all the cabinets would mm-hmm. be open. Everything would be happening like weird. You just I get really an get, like, uneasy feeling. No more. No, it was just an uneasy feeling after that.
0: It was just dark. But that was that was the oddest no, that wasn't the oddest Ouija board experience I had. It was up there in my list of Ouija board stories. But besides that story, because that was the end of that story, I also wanted to talk about I, I don't I don't I don't think that Ouija boards are inherently bad as everyone tries to make them out to be. And that was another thing that I, I wanted to make a point of. I feel like Ouija boards are a conduit to, you know, reach the other side. And I feel like if people want to say that Ouija boards are bad, then we need to cut out everything that is a conduit to the other side. I feel like if a Ouija board is a horrible thing, then psychics should be a horrible thing because they're conduits. Mm. I feel like if Ouija boards are a bad thing, then EVP sessions should be a bad thing because that's a conduit. That's like a, that's that's just like a straight up way of doing a Ouija board.
1: Mm-hmm. Instead
0: of doing a Ouija board, you straight up, you know, communicating with the spirit via... A, a recording device, right. it, it's really nothing different. I feel like if we want to say that Ouija boards are bad, we should say that that uh, divining tools are bad. Like like you know the the little crystal that goes on the bottom of the string and you can ask questions and it goes back and forth for yes or no. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be considered bad. I feel like anything that is drawing a spirit in, ghost hunting, all of that, you can't put down one medium for talking to to spirits and then praise the others. Mm-hmm. It just it just wouldn't be right, so that's my take on Ouija boards. I feel like, I feel like yes, there are dangers with using the Ouija board, but there are dangers with doing EVPs. There are dangers with ghost hunting. There, are psychic certain. Yeah, because
1: I've heard people say they went on ghost hunts and bought something back. Yeah, so there are dangers. I've with- I've I've heard stories with people with with. Uh, What was that? The Titanic? Yeah. They went and got little artifacts that were supposed to be from the Titanic and weird stuff started happening.
0: There are dangers literally with anything that has to do with the other side because we can, A, you're talking to things that, though they exist, you have no way of, you know, seeing them. You have Mm -hmm. no way of, you know, defending yourself for real, for real, against them. Right. So I feel like you can't put down one mode of communication and praise the others. It just, it's not right. So, that's my take on that. Now, I, I, my my second crazy Ouija board story would be uh, with another Ouija board that you get at, like, I believe you got this one at KB Toys. Mm. And this was the one that we This kept. was
1: the light up one. I remember yeah, this one was Close in the Dark.
0: And this is the one that we actually, we kept for, like, a long time. We had that up until we left that house.
1: This was when I lived in William Penn Village, yeah. right? Okay. So,
0: you had that, we had that Ouija board for, like, maybe a year. And... This Ouija board was, it, it was very active because my sister, had her own stories with that Ouija board when we weren't present, and then this was my my Ouija board story with that with that particular Ouija board. It was um, it was me and a good friend of mine, and her and I decided for some reason that we were going to go into a different room, and you know because we wanted to. Privacy, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and so that it can be quiet. Yeah,
0: so we took it in a different room and we started playing on the Ouija board. So we're asking is there any spirits
1: And mind you, we were very like adamant about this one. It was almost yeah. like we were obsessed with this week, yeah, we week would because play we it were every playing day. every day. Every, every night.
0: Day, yep, every night, just trying to get a, a communication.
1: Yes, and I mean it seemed like it was like we were obsessed.
0: Because you don't remember it hit that one actually did stuff. It had spelled out Paul. You don't recall?
1: Yeah, I do remember that. And like so
0: her her me and the, the good friend are playing this Ouija board, and were asking, are there any spirits that would like to communicate? By now, I had really dwelled into, because for a little bit there, I was when I was in Job Corps, you know, I practiced other religions. So I was into the Akal, uh, Wicca. Wicca. So all of that had went down. So I had learned a lot. So I, I knew that you were supposed to draw, like, the, the figure eight symbol, you know, the, the, the sideways figure eight, which represents the infinity sign. Mm-hmm. So, like, to juice the board up. So we're we're juicing the board up and we're asking it, is there any spirits that would like to communicate? So this, the board immediately, I mean immediately, it starts moving and in my head I'm thinking, okay, it's Lachelle, it's Lachelle doing it. Like, I know it's not me, but I don't trust her, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I believe in my head that she's doing it. Then we start asking questions and she's like, is there any, the board, the, the thing starts moving. So she's like, who are, who are we talking to? And the board spells out her grandmother's name. Wow. And her grandmother died, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's just she's just doing this, but then she starts to cry, like mm. she was like excited.
1: Mm-hmm. She you was, get that feeling when yeah, she, she, she really made contact. It's like, oh my god. And she's like, I,
0: I tell, okay, I and I'm like, I don't know, Lachelle, if that's really your grandma, because you know, like it does that sometimes, and they can it feeds do off your energy. Trick. Yeah. And she like, so she's like, okay, I'm going to ask a question only my grandmother would know. She asked a question that only her grandmother would know. I can't remember the particular question. And it gave the right answer. So she's really crying now. But it's happy tears. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what about the board suddenly changed. And I knew that it wasn't. Like, we both knew that it wasn't her grandma. Because it started to get more adamant. She was like, uh, show yourself. Like, she started doing crazy shit.
1: Yeah, I see.
0: And it was turning me off. So I started saying, no, Lachelle, I don't want to do all these crazy things you're saying. Don't show yourself to me. Show yourself to her. I'm fine. Like, the board, as I'm saying, no, I'm about to quit. The boards go, it, it, the, the, the plancher starts moving, right? hmm So she takes her hand off it. And I'm the only one with my hand on the plancher, so I know it's not me doing it.
1: hmm
0: And it goes C-O-W-A-R-D. C-O-W-A-R-D. Coward. Yeah, and I'm like... And I look at it, and, I'm, and I put the word together in my head, and I'm like, what? And I said, okay, uh, then that I'll be. I'll be the coward. Goodbye. <laughs> and I slide the plancher down to goodbye, and it slides it back up to C-O-W-A-R-D. I slid it down to goodbye again, and I flip that board over. Good night. Mm. Good, Good game. I'm done. I've had it. <laughs> that was the end of that one that was another creepy one for me
1: and then i remember how that one night we were all playing me you lachelle and talia and that's the night that i threw up what it was like the new year it was about to be yeah. a new year and we were playing but what made me just throw up was it something uh, you just
0: suddenly uh, felt ill i think
1: yeah like we were playing and no we were laughing something like we were it was hysterically laughing and i don't know why like, i don't know why and it was just to that point. It was just like, oh god! And I just went and threw up. But that one was kind of crazy too. But it wasn't really a, a scary story. It was just like mostly like, why did I just become ill?
0: That was weird.
1: And just threw up. But I think we eventually got rid of it because my mom.
0: We didn't get rid of it. Remember when when they we at this house at this particular house, um, there was some some not violence from us, but like somebody like somebody that was living with us had problems with people in the street and the house ended up getting shot at. Mm. So, um, when the house got shot at, the, la- the uh, landlord ended up evicting us. So, you know, to be petty-betty, super petty we left the uh, <laughs> yeah we, we left did. the Ouija board in the oven of that house
1: uh, why did we do that
0: to be petty we were basically wishing ghosts upon the place so that it would <laughs> never
1: sell. oh my god we, we were super petty. that was so petty to and leave the, the Ouija board in the oven to
0: this day I wonder like
1: is that, that how is that particular
0: house, uh when that person when she sold the house or when she had the people come in there to refix it up because you know they have to change everything before they sell it So when they had them come in there and they moved that oven out and they probably opened the oven to check like, what did the person think when they opened that oven? And they probably thought we board?
1: were witches. They probably said, oh, these people are satanic.
0: Because <laughs> if it would have been me, I would have told her I can't work in there. That's against my religion.
1: Especially if I found it in the oven. Yeah, I would have said, no,
0: I can't do that. That's, what kind of weird shit is that? <laughs> Who puts a Ouija board in the oven?
1: Like, you want the house to be haunted. Yeah, like no, I, I, I wonder since then, anybody that's been in that house, like moved in,
0: has, it, has, has it any strange anything? occurrences
1: yeah. happened?
0: Because if it has, it was our fault.
1: And and wow, that's what you want. That
0: house was fine when we moved into it. (laughs) It was. I never saw no spirits, no specters or spooks. I never even had any feeling in there. I mean, I don't recall all of Talia's Ouija Boy story, but I think the gist of it was that somebody had, the boy had said, move me, like had told the ghost to move him, Mm -hmm. and his legs had picked up off the ground.
1: What? Who was this?
0: This was Talia's story.
1: Who was she playing with? Where else though I wouldn't have known? Cause the Ouija boy stayed in my room. It was her and a couple friends. Well, where was I at? Probably in your room, so you. wow. See, and she don't even know to pray or anything. No. And she was
0: in her room and she said that they had got the game going and he was like, Well, if you if you real, if it's a real spirit, move me. No, you should know the story because Talia said she ran into your room. And told you she was crying. I don't remember it. I really don't. The boy got picked up off the floor. when mm. she said his legs just... And she said it wasn't a way like you could lift up your own legs. Mm. She said it was... The way he would have been standing or sitting, it would have been impossible for him to do it himself. Mm. And his legs just got lift up off the ground. Like, I think he might have been standing up. Wasn't her and Michelle doing that with somebody? No, it was her and that girl that you let live with y'all, and then another friend.
1: I don't remember that one. Then.
0: And she said that it he he might have been standing up. He most likely was standing up, mm-hmm. and his feet came a, a couple like inches off the floor. Mm. Like he levitated, basically.
1: Well, well, that was that's 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 pretty much the Ouija board experiences that I've had. But um, I have a couple more stories to tell about this one particular time. I remember, I can't remember, no. To me, it's not really a ghost story, but it's something that really made me feel like my dad was around or watching. Because sometimes I suffer from depression and I had to be, I think, around, I believe I may have been around 20 at this time. And I was in my mother's house, and I was waiting for her to come home from work. This is when she used to work as a teacher's aide. And I was just there, and I was in one of my depressed moods. And I don't know what made me start, but I just started going in, um my dad's obituary things it was like letters and cards you
0: know, the box with the stuff from the funeral that that was given you know you know the, the cards, book the
1: guest book that you have to sign book. and different cards that people send you when you when you lose a loved one and i was just depressed just really thinking about my dad at the time and crazy because my dad had been dead he died when i was 11 but like our relationship was so grand and i would always think about him throughout the years like Sometimes I would get really depressed because life just seemed like it would have been different had he still been alive, so sometimes to make myself feel better, I would just like read everything nice that they had to say about him so i I was in the guest book looking at all the names of the people that had signed it, and like years later, like it's half of these people gone. were dead, yeah, and I'm just like, oh wow, look at so and so's uh." autograph, and this, that, and I said, wow. Because some of these people were dead by now because they had, you know, their own afflictions they were or whatever. When you were young. And so, I'm reading all the cards, and I'm just sitting there, and for some reason, I get hungry. And I'm just like, man, I don't have any money. My mom's not here to cook. Like, I'm just like, ugh, gosh, I wish I had something to go to the store. I'm hungry. I don't want nothing in this house. So, I'm just reading, reading these letters. And I come upon this one letter that wasn't open. And I'm just... I opened the letter and it was... Somebody had gave my, my other sister, who didn't even live with us, had gave her, like, 5 or $10 and had it in there. And I was just like, wow, that is my dad. Like, because what were the odds? Like, like I told you, he died when I was 11. And I was 20. So that nine money was just in there. It was
0: just sitting there for years. For
1: years, it was just in there. And nobody five, knew. was was even
0: able to use it?
1: Yeah, because it was an older bill. Yeah. It wasn't one of the newer bills that were that were made at the time. Because it was like, let me see. I was like 11, 12, 13, 15, Nine years. Nine years it sat in there. Like
0: Nine-year-old, five or ten dollars.
1: Yeah. And I just was, I took it out. And money I went to the store. In America. Now, mind you, when I took, like, as soon as I took that money out of the card, it just—you know how sometimes you are—the the atmosphere that it seems like it shifts, Especially like your the mood. Yeah. Yes, the mood in the house just shifted. And then it was just like I got this money. Let me go to the store, but something weird didn't just—it didn't feel right to me. But I went to the store and bought a couple snacks or whatever, and came back. And I could not get comfortable in that house. Like something, like I don't know if I was supposed to give the money to my sister. Was that the point of it? Or I don't know, but it was just like, it felt like somebody else was there. Like it just felt like it. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's my dad. So I just started talking out of nowhere to my dad, sitting in the chair, in his, in the chair he used to sit in. And I just started having a whole conversation with him. And then it just felt like I had the chills. And I don't like that feeling because my aunt always used to tell me when you get chills and the hair stands up on your neck, it means a ghost is in there, a spirit is in there with you. So I'm just sitting there, but then I'm so, I'm so scared to move. So I'm still sitting in the chair and then the TV just pops on. Cause I think, I believe I said, if it's my, if if it's you dad, do something, let me know it's you. And then the TV just pops on and I'm like, wow. I hauled ass out of that you house. Know what,
0: and you know what? That's why he is never that sorry, I'm thinking about teeth. That's why he has never shown himself to you any or done any of that. Because you are asking for that, but then you can't even sit back I can't take
1: lap. it. I always ask for these crazy things to appear, but I cannot deal. I cannot deal. Like I'm so scary. But I'm but more intrigued because i'm I'm down for it I'll be down for it but once the shit starts really hitting the fan I'm out like I'm not with that <laughs> because every time I'm always thinking about the exorcist like I don't want it to get to that point where it's like that I'm possessed canality. yes I don't want to be possessed I don't want I don't want any of that and I'm quick to just be like that's from the devil like yo and that brings me to the one story where me and Walter, I don't know how old we how old were you that day that we were in the backyard?
0: Um, I had to be about I had to be about thirteen, maybe twelve.
1: So this is another time that I we were just outside. Now my my mom didn't like smoking in the house, and I didn't like being in the backyard because you know we told you the stories of the backyard, how to, how all this weird and just the atmosphere in the backyard would be. But so I told Walter, I said, "Come outside with me while I smoke my cigarette." So. I'm just smoking. It's a nice little, cool, it's a nice little, it's a nice evening. Because it's
0: summer. It's, it's summer a nice evening.
1: little summer night. So, we're out there in the backyard. It's pitch dark, mind you. Mind you. It's pitch dark because... In
0: the autumn of the world, we'd be so bold at times. Yeah. That's the same darkness that we heard the lions roar.
1: Yeah, and then, because in the backyard, it gets really, really dark because there's no lights back there, and it's just yeah. like a wooded area, like, and then the, so like, the farm. So, when it's dark, it's dark. So, we were just back there, and... and for some reason, I don't know what made me say this, but I was just like, I miss my dad and my pop pop. So yeah. now I was just like, I wonder do I make them proud or do do they do they do I make them like happy? Like are they still watching over me? Yeah,
0: do they see
1: me? Yeah, and I was like, I wonder do they see me or whatever. And I think I turned around and was just like I miss y'all so much. And I just started crying out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, if I if I make you proud or if you're here and you're still watching me. me, can you give me a sign, please, to let me know that you're still around me? And once and,
0: again, like always, when you and I are in the same vicinity. <sighs> I don't like that. Stay away from me.
1: So at that precise moment, it was like the wind just picked up. And it started blowing a little and bit that was heavier. Because
0: it was like seconds after you said it.
1: Yes, bed. and it didn't even hesitate because it was it was no breeze out there. For it was just a real hot, nice night. Yeah. And then calm. it was just like all of a sudden it was like the wind started to pick up and it started to get chilly. Yeah,
0: cold.
1: And at that moment, two cats, and I bullshit you not, two cats jumped the fence, and I mean it was it was so. Precise. Because cats don't do this, you know. These cats did the exact same thing, cats and they the did exact the exact same, same, same thing at the exact same time. They jumped the fence, had their hand, their paws on the fence.
0: Look looked at, us. at us. Let go and jump back in.
1: Yup. Just, just, and it was just.
0: And the wind died down. And same, then after that, after that, that's
1: when the wind left, and we uh, once again. Took off. took off. in the house. We almost like, broke that door down way. trying to get back yeah,
0: like, in. for the stuff. And then what it happens, it's like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> it's like, we want it, but we don't want it.
0: Yeah, look at me. Don't look at me.
1: <laughs> that's what it was. It was like, oh, my gosh, we got to get out of here. Like, we are so quick to leave. Like <laughs> After asking for it.
0: Like, <laughs> so, something is wrong
1: with us. That was another strange occurrence. But, like, I used to have, like, all these... Weird things happened to me in that house. Like, I always felt uneasy in the house. Like, I never wanted to, like, be in a certain part of the house by myself. Like, coming down the stairs at night was always creepy. No,
0: going up them for me at night was the thing that got me. Because I always felt like it was somebody behind it was, me pushing me up the stairs.
1: No, for me, it was always like, I'm going to see somebody sitting in the chair.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. I know that, too.
1: Like, I would come downstairs in the night, and it was just like, it just wasn't a. I don't know about that house. It wasn't like the house was totally freaking people out. Like, it was just certain times that you just be in that house and you just get a real uneasy feeling. And, like, I remember my grandfather. Now, these stories, this story right here came from my grandfather when he was alive. He told me about the back room where, you know, my son said that he had a lot of his experiences. Yeah where he didn't want to be in there that was once my grandfather's room so but my I, I don't get it because my grandfather wasn't an evil person he, he didn't have an evil bone in night, his body
0: one night and I don't mean to cut you off he was but you said he wasn't I mean he wasn't because one evening when it was it was it was getting bad I think because this was this was a couple I think it maybe had been a year before I actually had it and got out of that room all together cuz you remember when I was a child I wasn't bold in the mouth right so I had still hadn't got to that point where I was like fed up and bold in the mouth and had to demand what needed to be done. Right. So at the time, I think I, I, I hadn't got any sleep that one. It was a whole week of them just they went in that week. I was so drained. I would sleep in school, everything mm-hmm. from how tired, it, tiring it was because it was just all night long. If it wasn't me seeing stuff. Then it felt like raindrops was falling on my face. Oh,
1: yeah. It just and it was, too. Well, it was
0: too much. So this one particular night, I'm just laying there with underneath my covers, got the little hole so I can breathe, and I'm I'm shaking underneath the covers. I'm sh- I'm shaking so hard because I feel like I, it's more than one of them in the room, and right. they're all behind me. Right. And so I'm just laying there, but trying to hope to God that they think I'm asleep and that they don't know that I'm up. And I just, you know, I just start crying like in my head, like crying out in my head for like help. Yeah. And the next thing I know, a uh, calmness washed over me. Mm. Like it was just instantly calming. And I ended up falling asleep like a newborn baby. That was the calmest sleep I ever had. And when I woke up, the rock the rocking chair that used to sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. Had moved from the corner. Because I know it was in the corner when I went to bed. and moved from the corner next to my bed. And it was slowly still rocking. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I fell back asleep. And I fell back asleep there. But you yours. Wow.
1: Well, well, yeah. Because. Mine was kind of. Mine was kind of crazy. Um, Mine was kind of weird. After that, um wow, well, he just he just he just threw me all the way off with that one because I really enjoy hearing stories about my grandfather and my um and my dad. He
0: protected me. I know that had wasn't that his rocking chair.
1: Yeah, it was his rocking chair.
0: Explain. Oh, explain that to me, then.
1: I can't explain my it. His
0: rocking chair went from being in the corner to right next to me, and I was super comfortable.
1: Wow. All
0: fear had washed away
1: that's awesome that's really awesome and you know what's crazy is I always prayed to see my dad and my pop-up but right. I never did and I don't think that like my uncle used to tell me how if you're afraid and, and there are loved ones of yours they're not, going to they're not gonna bother you because they know that you're afraid and I honestly believe that's why they never showed themselves because
0: time they have you've done just what you always did
1: run I don't feel like that <laughs> hey,
0: how did you basically said uh haunt me don't haunt me (laughs)
1: look at me don't look at me (laughs)
0: yeah like see me do you proud of me but don't tell me
1: (laughs) so like like let me get back to the part where my um my grandfather had told me how um he had told me how he himself had experiences in the in the room he said that He believes that it's a portal in the room because one night he was talking, he was kind of sad and he was just in there laying down thinking about, you know, his wife and she had died. That's my, um, my grandmother. She had died and he said that maybe around three o'clock, which I find out to be dead time, that they came, like his wife had came through the like just through the door just out of nowhere he said she just appeared to him and he said he was so freaked out he said it wasn't as if he was just like excited to see her he said he was so freaked out he was just telling her what are you doing here get out of here like he said that was like the time that she just looked at him and just slowly disappeared he said he never had seen her after that but like he would always tell me how He would see people in that room. Like people would come out the closet. And how um, when he. The thing is when he passed away. um, I'll make that into a whole nother segment. Because I don't want to run off with the wrong things. When Walter's no longer in the room. He just went to the store. So I'll just cut this off for right now. And I'll be back with another story if so many people out there listening to the podcast want to leave a message share a comment it'll be greatly appreciated thank you